Welcome back to the Stories from the Woods podcast. Here's another story about Charles the Paperboy. I'm really enjoying telling these stories. It really allows me to reflect back on when I was a paperboy. And every one of these stories has a little bit of reality to it, of what I dealt with as a paperboy. And then part of it is just kind of made up. It's really too bad that paperboys aren't really in existence anymore. Uh, and there's not really that job for them because of the news uh, is all around us all the time. And the delivery time is, is in the morning and isn't always the the safest or easiest to, to handle as a kid. I do wish we had paper boys again, but I think that time is long past. So now I just hope you enjoy the stories about when they did. A Paper Boy Adventure Collection Day. It was after school. Charles had just finished watching his favorite TV show. He went into his room, opened up his top dresser drawer, and grabbed a couple items out of it. Came back out and told his mom he was heading up to his route. His mom said, okay, we'll see you later. He went outside and got on his bike. He was riding up to the apartment buildings, and then he would head on to the subdivision where he delivered papers as well. Now you wonder, why is he going up there in the afternoon? It was now deliveries on the morning. But today was collection day. He always headed up a couple times a week to collect money from those who owed money each week. He pedaled his bike down the road in the nice warm sun and made his way to the apartment buildings. He stopped at building A, parked his bike, and grabbed the bag of items that he had. Inside was a booklet that had individual cards with different colors on them. And his other item was like kind of a pouch with a zipper. He took them hand in hand and walked into building A until he reached door number three. This was the first customer he was going to collect from today. He flipped his booklet to 3A and looked how much they were going to owe. There was a card that had a color of orange that indicated that this was a customer that received papers every day. Then he looked down and see how many weeks they owed for. There was one little square tab for each day of the year, 52, and he had been through 30 weeks of the year so far. This customer owed three weeks. Three tabs were left, including this week. He knocked on the door of Mrs. Green's house. No answer, so he knocked again, and then he heard a voice from inside. Who is it? It's Charles, the paper boy. I'm here to collect for the newspaper. Mama ain't home, the voice boomed. So no one's home to pay? No, Mama ain't home. You have to come back again. Okay, said Charles, and he walked away from the door. That was pretty typical of Mrs. Green. She was a good payer when she paid. She just didn't pay all the time. She worked a later shift and often wasn't home when Charles could make it there. So he would hear her son's voice saying that she wasn't home. and He would have to come back again. But it was nice when he did get there because she would give him a nice tip. So he flipped his card over and went upstairs to apartment 7A. This was Mr. Angle's house, and he was also a daily customer, and he only owed for the current week. He was good about paying each week. Charles knocked on the door, and then he noticed the peephole was covered. That was a good sign that somebody was home, and the door opened shortly thereafter. Hello, Charles, 
It's whom you're here to collect for the week? Yes, I am, sir. How much do I owe you this time? Well, it's just it's just one week. One week for a daily paper. That's a dollar. Just a dollar this week. All right, Charles. Mr. Angle pulled out his wallet from behind his back pocket, flipped it open, and pulled out a crisp dollar bill. Here you go, Charles. Thank you, Mr. Angle. And Charles tore off the little tab on his card for that week. It was really tiny, smaller than a stamp. And he handed it over to Mr. Angle. Here's your receipt. Thanks, Charles. I guess I'll see you next week. All right. Goodbye. And Mr. Angle closed the door. Charles took the dollar bill and zipped open the pouch that he was carrying and slipped that dollar bill in it. Well, that's good. We've got one paid customer this week. He was happy to get any paid customers because Charles had to pay for the newspapers ahead of time to the newspaper company. And then whatever he collected, that was how he got repaid. So if he didn't get the collection money, then he lost out on money. Well, Charles, that was it for Building A. And he walked down the stairs and headed out the door to his bicycle and rode just a short little bit to Building B, parked his bike again, and went inside. This time, he went upstairs to door 6, 6B. That was the only customer in this apartment. There were only eight apartments in each building. This was a new customer, one he hadn't delivered to, but only two weeks now, and there were two weeks past due. He flipped his booklet open and came to 6B. This had a color of blue. That meant that this customer received Sunday-only papers. So they didn't pay quite as much, and he only had to deliver every Sunday. Charles went to the door and knocked on it. No answer. He always knocked twice. He knocked a little harder this time. And then he saw the peephole cupboard again. Well, at least somebody's home. And the door quickly opened. Hello, a man said. Hello, I'm Charles, your paper boy. I'm here to collect. And then a woman appeared. Hello, how are you? What do you want? I'm Charles. I'm the paper boy. Here to collect? Oh, okay. I'm sorry. We're deaf, and we just have to read your lips. Oh, okay, said Charles. He had never encountered a deaf person before. How much do we owe? asked the woman. Charles was looking down at his card, reading. Uh, it's two weeks, so that's a dollar. Sunday only. Then he looked up, and he realized she wouldn't have been able to read his lips if he was looking down. And he repeated himself, two weeks equals one dollar. One dollar? Okay. Come on inside. Charles didn't usually go inside people's apartments or houses, but every once in a while he did, and he felt, for some reason, safe today. So he walked inside, and the door was still open that the man was holding. The woman went up to the counter and grabbed a, what looked like a change jar, and she shook out a few quarters, four to be exact, and she handed them to Charles. Thank you, said Charles. Thank you, the woman said. And then Charles turned around and went outside the door, and the man closed the door behind him. Shoot, I forgot to give him the receipt, he said. He tore off the two tabs from the blue card, and knocked on the door again. The door opened fairly quickly this time. Yes? How can I help you? I forgot to give you your receipts, said Charles, and he handed the two receipts to the man 
Thank you, he said. Goodbye, said Charles. The door closed behind him. He walked down the stairs, out to his bike, took the four quarters, and put them in his pouch. Wow, he thought. I've never talked to a deaf person before. That was interesting. Man, it's kind of hard to talk to them, but they were really nice. And Charles sat for a moment and then decided to move on to building C. This time he just walked his bike there. He parked it and went inside and collected the money from the few customers in there. He continued through the other buildings, and then he was finished with the apartment buildings. Now it was time to go to the subdivision. He got on his bike and went down a path between the apartments that led down to the subdivision. It was a secret path that he liked to take only in the afternoons. When he was delivering in the mornings, that was too scary to go down. But he enjoyed it, and he went down. They had a little hill, and there was a field, and he just enjoyed the time away from all of the people. And then he came out to the pavement, where it connected to the neighborhood. Charles wasn't having very much luck collecting from a lot of the houses early on. This time he stopped in front of Mr. and Mrs. Rose's house and walked up to the door. He knocked on it. This was one of the customers that he delivered to their porch every morning. Mrs. Rose came to the door. Hello, Charles. It's good to see you. You too, Mrs. Rose. I'm here to collect for the paper. Oh, okay. How many weeks do we owe for? Charles responded, two weeks, so that's two dollars for the daily paper. Oh yeah, no problem. So Mrs. Rose went back inside to grab her purse, and she came back to the door and pulled out her wallet. She pulled out the two dollars that she owed, as well as a five dollar bill, and she handed them to Charles. Charles looked up with a surprised look. That's yours, Charles. That little bit is extra for you. You've been doing such a nice job in the mornings, delivering our paper to the front door. We really appreciate that. Not having to walk out to the street to get our paper in the cold. Thank you, said Charles. I really appreciate it. No problem. You have a good day now. Goodbye. And he walked down to his bicycle. And what look he didn't give Mrs. Rose, but that he put on his face, was a huge smile. Five dollar bill? That was awesome. He never got tips like that outside of Christmas. He was super excited the seven dollars inside his pouch, got on his bicycle, and rode on to the next house. The next house he came to was Mr. and Mrs. Davies' house. He always felt a little weird going to this house, because most of their kids went to his school, and it was kind of weird. He wasn't really friends with their, their kids, but he knew them, and so he went there. He wasn't really, seemed like a kid. He seemed like he was this professional person doing his job, and it was a little awkward. But he didn't often see the kids, so it was okay. So he went up to the door, knocked on the door, and talked to Mrs. Davies. She asked how he was doing in school, and he said he was doing well. Things were going good. He collected his money and went on to the next house. When he went up to Mr. Luke's house, he told Mr. Luke that he owed five fifty, for he hadn't paid for quite some time. Mr. Luke brought out his money, said, Okay, I'll give you a $10 bill. You got change, Charles? Oh, yes, I do. Charles, because you see, Charles always had a little extra change that he brought with him, just in case customers like Mr. Luke didn't have exact change. Charles sipped open his pouch and took out four dollar bills and two quarters, and he handed them to Mr. Luke, and Mr. Luke gave him the ten dollar bill. Thanks, Charles. You do a pretty good job making change there. All right, you have a good day. You too, said Charles. He continued on through his route 
for the rest of the afternoon until it was about time to get home for dinner. So he stopped at the last house of the day, Mrs. Heck's house. He also didn't really enjoy going to this house because Charles's brother had a friend that lived there. And if he ever saw him, he would always give him a hard time. And he didn't really want to interact with him. But he did like Mrs. Hex. So he went up there, and luckily, his brother's friend wasn't home. And he collected the last dollar of the day. He got back on his bike, making sure his pouch and booklet were secured, and rode home. There was always a big hill from the end of his route to his home. And he always loved flying down there when the wind blowing, especially on a day like this when it was a little warmer outside. Finally, he got home, parked his bike, went inside, sat down on his bed, and opened up the pouch, dumping all the money down on his bed, counting it out one dollar at a time. First, he separated out the change money that he brought with him. Then he counted out how much money he collected. And then he counted out how much money he had paid the newspaper company. And the few dollars that were left over including that $5 bill for Mrs. Rose, was his profit. And he put that in his savings bank. He was getting closer and closer to having enough money for his first big purchase. This concludes A Paperboy Adventure, Collection Day. If you enjoyed this story or any of our other stories on the podcast, please leave a review and share your experience for others to see. This podcast features the song A Dinner and a Rabbit by Mute Stare. Available under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. We hope you enjoyed this episode from the Stories from the Woods podcast. And as always, continue to listen to our next episode.